This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. We bring you a special talent today. We bring you someone who's providing an alternative to the gym. Dan moved to London from Ecuador. You know, he's a proud Latin American and he feels that dance has the transformative power to boost your mood and that fitness should ultimately feel amazing. So he set up a dance studio called Dance where he brings leading dance fitness instructors from across the world and he's got them to design a cutting edge dance syllabus to give people a full body workout and boost their mood through dance. I also have with him today Claire who's the head dancer at Dance. She's a professional music theater performer. She's trained in ballet, jazz, tap and contemporary dance. She's performed at BBC. She's toured with Jessie J Live. She's choreographed smash hit theatrical shows such as Oliver, Annie, Hairspray. We got so much invaluable information today. Listen to this. It was amazing to see the studies, sort of physical studies with thousands of people whereby you can see how after dancing for a certain period of time, you get so many health and mental benefits, not only to take you out from depression and things like that, but also to get your muscle memory. And, and I honestly think that dancing is so underrated. And I think that if so many people do it and create a habit out of it, their, their mental health will improve significantly. Um, I will jump right in. Tell me, what is wellness to you? For me, wellness goes beyond physical perfection. Just to give you an anecdote, I've always been a, a tennis player, always been in the fitness industry. I've drank every juice that you can imagine. But three, four years ago, I was like, you know what? Like, yes, I'm very fit, but I like I, I lack inner joy. So I was like, okay, I need to do something to help people find that inner joy because wellness is to have that, you know, in place. So, so yeah, for me, wellness is, is from the inside out. So everything that we're doing here at dance has that, that first thing uh, taken care of and then the physical results come, come later. Now, tell me, how Dan, how did you decide to on promoting dance? I know I have the very brief version, but you tell us, how did you decide to make a career and a life out of it yeah so basically i'm not a dancer i i am not the most coordinated person in the world to be quite frank but yeah like the the reason why i decided to to take a leap of faith and, and create this business is because around three to four years ago i i was walking down the, the street uh and going back to your original question trying to find that inner joy and I was like, you know what? I want to walk. I want to go to a dance studio and learn how to dance because dancing is the most uplifting uh, activity for me of all. So I went into that dance studio and I saw that it was a bit outdated and not that welcoming. 
It's like going back to like the 1920s, the hospital lights, the ambience. It was not, it, it wouldn't give justice to what dance as an activity is. So, um, yeah, to answer the question is, is this out of that need in, in society that I was like, you know what, let's get into the, the fitness world uh, and, and let's bring dancing to, to where it truly belongs, which is in that wellness scene, that boutique fitness studio scene. Oh, wow. That sounds fascinating. Now tell me, how do you use dance for complete mind and body fitness? Yeah, uh, I'll give my initial comments, but I, I, I'm hoping Claire as well can can give her comments as well. But for me, dancing, the, the great thing about dancing is obviously the the physical is there because you're constantly moving, and especially in our program, we, we match it up with, with different equipment and everything. So the physical side of it, it's, it's a no-brainer. You definitely get it. But for me, what is really nice about dancing is the mind part of it because uh, it does require certain mental sort of, sort of need, you know? So you need to learn some steps. You need to coordinate the steps. And it doesn't really matter if you get it right or wrong. But the fact is, is that you're using your brain and like any other sort of muscle in your body, if you don't use it, you will lose it. There was um, a video that went around, I think it was at the start of the first lockdown at X, Prima Ballerina Marta Gonzalez. And so she was a really, really elderly lady and she had Alzheimer's. The video shows her being played Swan Lake and it's just incredible how suddenly the music ignites something in her that she's able to remember that, the choreography, and her body can just start moving. Um, exactly the movement, the timing, precision of what she did, it does show that the creativeness that comes comes with dance and to use your your body and your mind as you get older, it's, it's going to stay with you and it's embedded in your muscle memory. Amazing. Coming to Shakira now, I mean, that she has incredible energy. Look at the way she performs on stage. She just blows everyone away. She's an entity. She dances. She looks so fit. She's a performer. She entertains. How does she do that? She's incredible, isn't she? Yes. I, I can't quite believe the amount that she does. So, yes, she's a mum of all, all things. She's got to juggle being a mum. Um, but then she's doing dance interval training. She's doing hip training, strength training. She's swimming, running, sleeping well, eating well. If only it was as easy to, to prescribe one thing that she does and say, everyone go and do that. But I think it's a combination of you know, her, her work ethic, her drive, ambition, and probably most importantly, consistency. Um, she's been doing what she's doing for a long time now, and I think perhaps the pinnacle of that being the, the Super Bowl performance that she headlined with J-Lo. she's got a team of people behind her helping her do that but I think it just goes to show that it's nothing is ever a quick fix and it's got to become a habit it's got to become a way of life and you've got to, to create you know habits that are going to continue
I was reading um, an article she did with Marie Claire Australia, and they were talking about the ways in which she trains. It's just, I, I can't quite believe the amount that she does. So yes, she's a mum, all, all things. She's got to juggle being a mum. Um, but then she's doing dance interval training. She's doing hip training, strength training. She's swimming, running. And I think oh, the final thing I remember reading about her was um, the way that she wants to introduce dance to her children. So she would say that on her, her days of rest, believe it or not, she'd put the, the, the song on, a Spotify playlist or something, and she would just move. And she'd encourage the, the sense of freedom that comes with just moving. Uh, to her to her children and you know sometimes we put a lot of pressure on us when we dance and it doesn't have to be that it's just moving and feeling good I guess if I might add my my two cents there is I think that you know coming from that Latin American background of really having that mindset of enjoying the moment. I think that you can see her way that she smiles and the way that she performs and the way that she sings that she truly enjoys the moment. So I think that that could also help for that sort of physical sort of great physique that she has, but also you can see that she's truly happy and and yeah, perhaps that way of living is helping her. So what I'm taking away from both of you is consistency, fun, and enjoying the moment. So the fun aspect is very important, right? Yes, sure. So I think because, again, to think about fitness and the physical side of it, a lot of people get set in their ways and then it's hard to adhere to, oh, I'm going to get up at you know this time of the morning and go and do a workout or go dance and keep my body moving. But if you're changing up those methods of, of moving, different music or a different style of dance, you're more likely to want to do that every day. It's a slight change that excites you to do it. So I think, yeah, enjoying the moment and changing, varying up what you're doing in your training. This is Anshu Bahanda. You can find our podcast, Wellness Curated, on Apple, Spotify, and a host of other channels. So we've talked about physical fitness. Tell me, what about mental fitness? How does dance help with mental fitness? When I was coming with the idea of creating dance, one of the first things that I did was uh, reach out to, for example, the Laban Conservatory of Music, and I started inquiring uh, about how dancing is good for your mental health. And and when I started the conversation, it was amazing to see the studies, sort of physical studies with thousands of people, whereby you can see how after dancing for a certain period of time, you get so many mental benefits, not only to take you out from depression and things like that, but also to get your muscle memory. I honestly think that dancing is so underrated. And I think that if so many people do it and create a habit out of it, their mental health will improve significantly. And also, we have customers, they report how they are getting much better mentally and also from a movement perspective as well. So it's really encouraging to see. So tell me, how many times a week would you recommend that we dance? And for what duration of time? Would you say do it every day? Would you say do it three times a week? Would you say do it half an hour? I mean, is there is there an optimal number? If it's a physical goal, then you know there's going to be the fitness element that comes with it, and you know, like a 45, 50 minute workout, 
choosing the dance in there is going to be beneficial. But I think one thing that's always forgotten with dance is that it is the creative art form at the end of the day. So there's not necessarily rules and regulations of how to dance, when to dance, what, what to dance to. And I think that's something that we want to hold on to. So you can you can get up every day and put a song on and feel creative and boost your boost your mood and get the day starting. You know, releasing the endorphins and the dopamine, and that is a you know stress relieving hormone. So anything that can get your body moving and dance is going to set you up for the day. If you're obviously training in a style that you want to get get good at, I would say in terms of your brain working through it, the muscle memory and the choreography setting in your body. I'd say, you know, twice a week, we tend to see results with our dancers, picking up choreography, feeling fitter. You've got to remember it's a huge, you know, form of cardio exercise. It's non-stop. So, yeah, it's, you see results quickly. And like Daniel mentioned, it's the, the mental benefit. It, it's just unbelievable. And Claire, you said you've seen that twice a week you start seeing changes in people's muscle memory so tell me how long twice a week would you recommend an hour half an hour 40 minutes yeah i think in terms of not wanting to overwhelm the brain with lots of choreography if you're a beginner for example you don't want to be going on and learning 32 bars of, of, of work and choreography so i think what we have seen proves and, and what works well is short bursts of learning the choreography then you move away head on to some fitness and then you come back to that choreography. Having that time away to do some fitness, take your mind off what you've just learned, coming back to it, it feels refreshing. Um, so yeah, I would say those 50 minute, 45, 50 minute workouts with about half and half dance to fitness seem to, to do, do wonders. Wonderful. And tell me four different things, like for physical fitness, for mental health, for muscle memory, are there different forms of dancing that you would recommend? Yeah, I think if there's just a mood booster goal, you could dance, you know, in your, in your living room, doing whatever you like. If there's a strength-based goal, perhaps ballet, we know that that's using a lot of the big muscle groups um, that work to posture as well. So posture and alignment, something like ballet. Um, if you're wanting to work on your coordination, um, lateral boring, something like a quick step or um, tap dancing where you're working the feet in your hand and rhythm. And then I think another thing that, that cropped up if, if anybody out there has uh, friends or relatives that have Parkinson's disease, um, I know that that's something that could be dance and, and rhythm can be really helpful um, for, for people suffering with that because they tend to, obviously, they can't move as well. But those cues that they get from the rhythm of hearing music, and if they start to move, it can help ignite the you know the sense of getting them up or walking forward. Like I say, there's so many benefits of, of doing it. You know, for the people who can't, say, get to your studio or get to a studio, are there tracks you would recommend, routines or mixes online, or even what whatever your favorite tracks are that they can dance to themselves? this song from the World Cup in Brazil, Jennifer Lopez and Pitbull, it's called Ole Ola. I think that song is very uplifting. You see so many people coming together from different nationalities under one rhythm and one sport and, and you're like, oh my God, like, this is, so, again, going back to what dancing is, is rhythm is life. It's like, oh my God, I feel transported and immersed in an experience. So, uh, 
Then in terms of like people that can come to the studio, we have an at-home platform, um, which people can log in from wherever in the world. And, and yeah, we're trying to make it as accessible as possible. Claire, I'm not sure what you think. For me, music is such an integral part of dance as well. So if you find a good song, um, once you get up and move, then it's worth holding on to. I think my top ones at the moment, I love Dare by Shakira. And also Pepas, Maruko, Busy Carnival, all of the, the teachers at Dance have got our own little playlist, Spotify playlist. So if anybody wants to feel inspired, then um, find us on Spotify and uh, have a look at those. Wonderful. And my last question to you, do you have any advice? My advice is, which is very close to my heart, is trying something new in your life. At Dance, one of the main messages of a brand is to encourage people to do something different with their lives. It can be, yeah, sure, try dancing, meet new people, be an adventure, and, and don't stick to your same routine every single day. And remember when you move, it's a celebration of what your body can do. So thank you for that. Thank you for the wonderful session. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life.